A man has been getting drunk without using alcohol because his stomach brews booze. Another man has saved his nail clippings for an entire year and turned them into an engagement ring. And Southwest Airlines pilots have been accused of live-streaming video from the plane's toilet to the cockpit for their own amusement. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. Good to be here. This is the only weird news podcast recorded daily by a comedian. I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, buckle up. Let's get some weird stories on you. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. How would you like to drink for free, you weirdos? Well, apparently a man kept getting drunk without having to buy alcohol. It turns out his own stomach was brewing its own booze. Yes, for six long years, this poor man would experience mysterious bouts of drunkenness without ever even sitting down at the bar or drinking a drop of alcohol. He was diagnosed with a rare condition that filled his gut with booze. The 46-year-old had a condition called Auto Brewery Syndrome, ABS, Auto Brewery Syndrome. It's a condition that causes bacteria in your stomach to transform carbohydrates into intoxicating alcohol. Oh, my goodness. The condition flares up when people consume sugary or carb-heavy foods and beverages and throws them into a drunken haze just as if they'd knocked back too many beers. Wow, so this means you could have a couple slices of pizza, you don't even have to get yourself a pitcher of beer, and you're going to get wasted. Sounds like the cheapest date of all time. Sounds like a just a, a grand old time getting wasted without having to pay for it. I mean, it's expensive to get wasted, let's be real. And when you live in an expensive town like Los Angeles or New York, the last two cities I lived with, lived with, lived in, getting drunk has been, it's pricey, man. I love going to, you know, I love going to places like, you know, I was in Ohio. Oh, man, you sit down at the bar. $2 beers? What? I haven't seen $2 beers in years. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's expensive to get drunk where I'm at. I wish my gut could just make everything into alcohol. Woo! That'd be weird, though, because then you could, like, you get pulled over for DUI. They'd be like, you been drinking? I'd be like, nope. Been eating lots of bread. <laughs> just came from Panera, and I'm wasted. But I did not have a dr- I'll take a breathalyzer. I got... There's no beer on my breath. No wine on my breath. No vodka is going to come up on this system here. Just a lot of, just a, a lot of spring rolls, spring rolls. <laughs> I had four croissants and I'm wasted. Driving under the influence of baked goods. It's going to have to be a new law. So the, apparently the man, no, I'm out of my mind. Apparently the man was able to function unless it was after a meal that he had had a lot of carbs. This is what his doctor's saying. The man's symptoms emerged. Uh, following a complicated traumatic thumb injury, the medication that he took for his thumb in, in his thumb injury apparently disrupted his gut microbiome, or rather, the community of microorganisms such as bacteria and fungi living inside your gut. He took some sort of medication; it threw him into this state of ABS. This is bizarre. Apparently, he experienced brain fog all the time. Uncharacteristically aggressive behavior. Didn't know why. He was eventually arrested for drunk driving. Funny. I was just talking about that. On that occasion, the man's blood alcohol concentration concentration registered at twice the legal limit, but he insisted to the police that he had not been drinking. Ah, the police didn't buy it, though. This is a problem. 
He had no idea what was going on. He had to see neurologists, psychologists, gastroenterologists in an attempt to find out what this spontaneous drunkenness was all about. It was out of control. During this time, one extreme episode left a man with a dangerous head injury and potentially fatal blood alcohol concentration of 0.4%. And the medical staff refused to believe that he did not drink alcohol, despite his persistent denials. Oh, the poor man. I mean, it's bad enough that this just... You get spontaneously wasted after a slice of pizza or a, you know, a falafel sandwich. And now nobody believes you? Yeah, whatever, buddy. This is, this is called denial, and we're going to have an intervention on you. He finally found some doctors, placed him on some antibiotics, monitored him closely, monitored, monitored, grrr, too much caffeine, guys. My mouth is moving quicker than my brain. I'm sorry. No, my brain is moving too quick for my mouth. They monitored him for about two months. Therapy successfully rid the patient's gut of boozy microbes. Though at one point the man ate pizza and drank soda while on this treatment, resulting in a severe auto-brewery syndrome relapse. He's been prescribed probiotics to promote the growth of the helpful gut bacteria. Slowly the man was able to incorporate carbs back into his diet. A year and a half later, this man successfully can enjoy a slice of pizza without fear of intoxication or potential alcohol-induced liver damage. This was published on Live Science. Wow, look at that. See, the, and if you can imagine a strange condition, it exists. That's what Weird AF News is for, to bring to light some of these more rare, weird medical conditions. I think uh, this would be a terrible condition to have. Although, you know, I do enjoy being drunk, but I want to know when it's happening. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be springing up on me, you know? I want to prepare for it. Oh, I'm going to a festival. Let's get drunk. I don't want to be like, okay, I'm going to have a a lunch business meeting at a bakery and, you know, I have a scone and next thing you know, I'm like, the hills are alive. You know what I mean? I just don't want to. <laughs> I think that could lead to some awkward interactions and arrests, you know? Listen to this freak. A man saves his nail clippings for a whole year and turns them into an engagement ring. Are you serious? The article says when it comes to engagement rings, we know that not everyone will be able to afford a real diamond. Nothing to be ashamed of. Sometimes you just don't have the ducats to go out and get a nice rock for your lady or your man. Instead of splashing the cash, some couples decide to buy cheaper ones or they craft unique rings themselves out of sentimental items for a low-budget alternative. And while a lot of people have no qualms about being proposed to with a homemade trinket, it seems there's one thing many people would really hate to receive. Let it be known that the people of social media, and surely all sane people out there, draw the line at an engagement ring that's been made from a man's fingernail clippings. Yes, it seems one man spent an entire year collecting his nail clippings to turn into a, quote, diamond ring. Come on, man. This is, a, this is just unacceptable. The whole process was shared on Twitter in a disturbing viral video. This is a Japanese man who creates videos on YouTube under the name Kiwami Japan. He collected his fingernail clippings for 365 days and filmed the process of them being turned into a piece of jewelry. Once he had collected a sufficient amount of clippings, the man started started by putting them into a blender. However, this didn't give him the desired consistency, so he then ground them into a very fine powder mixing it with water in a pan. 
He then compressed the nail powder and water mixture and put it into an oven for 90 minutes. What came out of the oven can only be described as looking like a lump of dark clay. The man took the mixture and put it into a diamond-shaped mold before inserting it into a silver ring, which he made himself. When all was done, the finished product was a ring with a dull black stone, which thankfully looked nothing like fingernails. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it's it does. It looks like an onyx, kind of, but not as shiny. It's actually a good-looking ring, I gotta say. And if you didn't know that that was fingernails crushed up and baked in an oven, you'd have no, you, you just wouldn't know. The video has been watched a quarter of a million times. Some people are disgusted by the footage. <laughs> Someone said, Nothing says romance quite like ground-up fingernails. Yes, other people say, This is flat-out nasty and gross. I don't know. It doesn't look gross to me. It, it doesn't have the... I mean, a pile of fingernails obviously is nasty, right? If it's not your own. I mean, even if it is your own, it's pretty nasty, right? But this doesn't look anything like that. I mean, to me, it's not gross. If you think about what it is, sure... You could give this to someone and they'd have, they'd have no idea this was fingernail. No clue. Now, are you going to propose to somebody with this, in, quote, engagement ring? I don't think that's happening. I think the title of this article is a little misleading in that. This guy didn't make the ring and then ask a woman to marry him as far as I know. You know, and by the way, women, in, I mean, or anybody, really. In general, when you're presented with an engagement ring, it's not black. This is like very funerary or something. I don't know. Maybe if you're one of these Wiccans or something, you're very goth. You might like a uh, a black wedding ring. I don't know. But in general, this doesn't look like an engagement ring by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. And you'd have to have a pretty cool spouse to like have them be on board with you giving them a ring made out of your fingernails and still be like, yeah, that's nice. Isn't that lovely? I don't think you could tell your friends that that's what it's made out of. I think everyone would make fun of you, even if you did accept the ring. I think you get, you have to kind of keep it on the down low, right? Um, I'd like to smell it, to be honest with you. I wonder what it smells like. You wonder? And what are we learning here? I think we're learning that you can make jewelry out of anything. I mean, really. Bones, fingernails, hair. Discarded livers, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I hope somebody makes some jewelry out of my skull when I'm dead. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, any takers? Who wants my skull when I'm dead? I'll sign that shit over to you if you promise to make me like to make something really cool out of it. You can have my skull. That's no problem. Yeah, call me up or email me. Tell me what you would do with my skull if I signed it over to you. 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. It's Halloween, baby. Let's get morbid. Southwest Airlines pilots have been accused of live streaming the toilet from a hidden camera. If this is true, this is wild, right? Southwest is denying an allegation, of course, that two of its pilots hid a camera in the plane's bathroom. Now, a flight attendant is suing the airlines after she allegedly saw these two pilots live streaming video from the bathroom to the cockpit. The company, however, has insisted that the incident was nothing more than a bad joke. Um, okay, so you're denying that it happened? Or you're admitting that it happened but saying it's just a joke, a bad joke? I don't think that gets you off the hook. Yeah, it was just a bad joke that we were watching people urinate and crap in the cockpit. Uh, you know, the pilots, you know, they get bored these days. They get bored. They need, to, they need to crack jokes. They need to entertain each other. So, you know, it's just a bad joke, guys. Come on, get over it. So the flight attendant claims that she caught the pilots on a flight from Pittsburgh to Phoenix. 
she alleges that when she entered the cockpit of the plane after the captain went to use the lavatory, she saw an, she saw an iPad on the windshield showing real-time footage from one of the plane's toilets. The co-pilot allegedly told her to keep quiet about the camera, which he said was a top-secret security measure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, top-secret. Yeah, we got a mission. We're trying to find a serial pooper. We think they might be on the plane. The airline said the incident was an inappropriate attempt at humor. Oh, my goodness. Really? Who's your PR person? Southwest. Really? This is your this is your way of getting out of it? Oh, no, no. It was just an inappropriate attempt at humor. You know, these pilots, you know, they're always trying to... They're always attempting humor. Usually it's appropriate. In this, in this instant, not appropriate. Hey, how about your pilots don't uh, treat the cockpit like a, uh, you know, like it's SNL? <laughs> and uh, concentrate on keeping everybody safe and getting us to our destination. The flight attendant that accused them says she's experienced retaliation from the managers who told her, if this got out, if this went public, no one, I mean no one, would ever fly our airline again. All right, well, I don't think that's the case. I think you're, I think people are still going to fly your airlines. How about a little honesty, though? How about you fire the pilots and be like, these people are a nuisance and they're degenerates and they unfortunately slipped through the cracks of our hiring system and they've been completely fired without pay. This whole suspended with pay crap has got to go. Fire them without pay. That's a better PR spin, in my opinion. We don't tolerate this. We have zero tolerance. And the, the pilots have been fired immediately. And we will never give them a good reference. We will make it known through social media that this is what they've done by publishing the story. And they'll never work again. Which is what should happen. If you're such a, a degenerate that you would do this, watch people pee from the cockpit instead of you know just concentrating on your job. Just doing it in general. Like, it's just unacceptable. Just ridiculous. You're a piece of shit, basically. The lawsuit alleges that one of the pilots left a loaded gun in the cockpit after disembarking. A loaded gun? Just just levels and levels of shenanigans going on in the cockpit of this Southwest Air. These pilots are just awful. Both pilots are still flying with Southwest today. You should be happy to know. <laughs> well, they do the well. The investigation is ongoing. Wow, unbelievable. Well. This is what I mean. This is among all other reasons why I'm afraid to fly. You got just idiots in charge, right? Idiots. I mean, from the top to the bottom, you can't even you can't count on a captain, right, of the plane to be an upstanding person. You just can't. You can't count on the captain to be a reasonable human being. Oh my goodness! And they're checking to make sure my sneakers don't have bombs. You're making me take off my sneakers to get on the plane. How about you check your pilots for, uh, you know, sexual deviancy backgrounds? How about that? And let me keep my sneakers on, okay? Assholes. Seriously. (laughs) Are you listening to me, Southwest? No one listens. Alas, nobody cares. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jonesy. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. Please subscribe and like it, rate it, do all those other things that you... The extra stuff, why not? Doesn't cost anything but your time, a little bit, and it's very helpful to spread the word of Weird AF News because we want the world to know about Weird AF News. We want the world to know that they have an alternative to the mainstream news that just really frustrates you and raises your blood pressure. And as the Italians say often, gives you agita. Why get agita? Listen to Weird AF News and have a laugh and like 
you know, learn about a world that is more effed up than you are and you feel good about yourself. You know what I'm saying? People out there doing some weird shit, like, you know, dry humping stuffed animals in the middle of Target. And then you go, oh, you know what? My life's not so bad. At least I'm not in jail for uh, sexually accosting an inanimate object. (laughs) I want to thank those of you who have called me, the usual crew. Published some calls at the end of this. A lot of trick-or-treating centric, Halloween-centric phone calls I've been getting. And uh, I like it because it's Halloween. Halloween's tomorrow. Hope you guys are going to be having a good time. But be safe. You know, I'm telling you to be, me telling you to be safe. Imagine, crazy, crazy. Uh, Also want to let you guys know on the Patreon, I posted a couple photos of me in my my favorite weirdest Halloween costume of my life, I think. Yeah, Uh, put that up there. And I'm, I'm asking people to share their own photos of their weird costumes. Just having a little conversation on there. Join the Patreon to see that and join, join that and send me a photo of you as well. Uh, the Patreon is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weird af news. And you get to get involved in little conversations with the group that we have on there. There's about 40 of us doing some fun shit on there. So that's pretty cool. Just another extra thing you get from the Patreon. You get to be in a tight-knit, tight-knit group of uh, super fans of the show. Uh, and you get to listen to bonus episodes and all that other stuff. So check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash weird af news. Follow me on all the social medias. Uh, it's uh, Funny Jones on Instagram and Twitter and Comedian Jonesy on Facebook. You got the email and the number. Reach out. Reach out and touch someone today. Make it, make it me. Touch me. Jonesy, Dallas from Minnesota. Hey, next year. I know this year is a little too, too early to, uh, or too late to be able to do it. Next year. Me and you need to get together and go to that insane haunted house because I think I can pass it. I, I really do. I've, I usually go to haunted houses and the people around me get annoyed because I just laugh my ass off. I think it's hilarious and I never get scared, but, uh, not saying I won't get scared at this one, but, uh, I, I'm ready for the challenge. And if you are, we need to do this together. Um, so at least I have somebody to go with me because i don't know too many people would be willing to go with me but uh me and you man let's do it we just have to make sure we can pass the piss test um that's just three days off of weed and plenty of water so we can do it man (laughs) you know how to contact me bye Ooh, drove me you dared me i'm gonna do it i'm not gonna defend the idea of sex offending, but I'm going to defend the sex offenders as people. I mean, I'm not really, but it's like, okay. So here's what happened. So, 20 years ago, and um, if the sheriff went door-to-door and put a sign up that said, faggot, live here, at every door um, where a, a suspected LGBTQ person lives, that would have been Unacceptable. That's crazy. I mean, the idea of another man being attracted to another man was crazy. And um, those people were crazy. They were sick. There's stuff wrong with them. Now, it's accepted. Go back. Let's see. I don't even know how many hundreds of years, but maybe not even in this country. But, you know, you go back to where there was arranged marriages and this and the other. I mean, what? There, people were getting married 
and a raindrop, and a 12-year-old. Men were marrying 12-year-olds if they were royalty to set together. But what, my point is this, um, and the whole point is, can the sheriff go door to door and put sex offender here? You know, like you said, everybody that wants to can go right to the website, go to the county courthouse, whatever, and find out where every sex offender lives. You know what I mean? They can know wherever they want. So I think, yeah, this guy's taking it a step too far. You know what I mean? It's, it's behooves you. If you think your child will be in danger, I mean, the person lives there, they've been there the whole 364 days. Your child's been safe those 364 days, walk by, maybe they didn't go up to the door, but you really think that person's going to be stupid enough to do something? I don't know. I don't know, bro. But I'm just saying, yeah, I think he's going to step too far. You know what I mean? What's acceptable to some people is not acceptable to other people. It's all, in the end, a matter of opinion. We have placed all of these things, if you think about all the way going down to it, to, to just biology and what, because we're intelligent creatures, what we've placed on our... I mean, now, a guy, I think anybody, period, that takes any other person... That's, that goes to hold on a second. I know I'm about to run out of time. But if you do anything against anybody else's, anybody's will, period, I don't care if you're an adult to a kid, you should be in trouble for that. But, you know, like you said, this guy could have pissed in public, and he's a sex offender because he took a piss in public. You know what I mean? You don't know what's going on. You don't know how bad this person is, how good this person is. You don't know if they're still good or not. But what you do know is you don't know where it's going to end. If you're allowed to go and just label people. Hello, Jonesy. This is Cody Mater. And I heard your flower to fly day story this past week, and I got to tell you that I need to tell my side of the story because your one-sided news reading don't really tell things just like they was. Yes, I was in the St. Petersburg, Tampa in the past, but I need to defend myself. I was headed from the e-cigs over to the moon pies, and as I was walking in that direction, I did pass past the the uh, stuffed animal section, so naturally I did have to go down that aisle. When I was doing that, there was a section there. It was a Disney display. So uh, naturally I did have to take a look at that because I was drawn into that area just, you know, out of natural uh, curiosity. And there was uh, an Elsa doll, a Queen Elsa doll, and it was a musical wind-up toy, and so I wound that thing up, and she started her singing. Oh, it was just magical, and so I was just drawn into another world listening to her dulcet tones singing away, and I was just like, you know, what's the word they say? Uh, Nesmazized, and I was just transported into another world, and it was just like I was in the movie myself. There was just a, a, a winter wonder land of snow swirling around it was just like i was just you know in the frozen wonderland myself so naturally i just picked myself open an olaf doll and was just you know kind of dancing around in now myself like i was just part of the world that she was singing about and you know you call it dry humping well it ain't exactly dry humping it's uh you know, I, I I do wear hair gel in my hair, so I ran my hands through my hair. And, uh, you know, so I, I did handle myself a little bit, you know. So 
uh, if, you know, if, uh, if I got a little, you know, liquid on myself there, it ain't exactly dry humping if it's not dry. So, you know, she's singing along and reaching the climax of her song that she's playing, that little wind-up toy. And when she sang and got to the climax of her song, let it go, let it go, well, I did. And so, you know, the snow was flying all around, and I guess it was flying all over Olaf, too, so to speak. And, you know, uh, when I, I was done there, I, I, I set Olaf down, and, and as far as that little purple unicorn, well, you know, she just was delightful looking. And, you know, you just can't resist when they got them all them little sparkles all over them. What you supposed to do? Just ignore that? Well, hmm, I, I guess... You know, I'm out now talking to you. I'm out on bail. 